everybody goes to hell, there's no heaven. So how does this work? That sounds like a terrible place to live. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We are doing the mouth sounds today because... Only mouth sounds. Was it going? Only mouth now? Oh, it's too late now. I set the tone. I'm sorry. My bad. This is going to bite me in the ass on the back end. Yeah. Welcome to episode 25, everybody. From Podcast with Love. Mm hmm. Yeah. We appreciate y'all joining us. Hope everybody's doing well wherever you're at. We're super excited to be here, and we got some stuff to talk about. And we got yeah, some stuff to get right. into. So, mm-hmm. but let's let's do the let's do around the table. Let's check in with everybody. Brian, you are immediately to my left in the Zoom. Hello. How you doing? What you getting into? How's your week been? Oh, well, the week the week has been good. Uh, just keeping on, keeping on. Uh, I work in higher ed, so it is. It's 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 September, so like you can see the light at the end of like mm-hmm. the the beginning of school tunnel. Um, so still working home with kids. So my, you know, it's just it's a whole lot right now. But um, but no positive. We've had great weather here. I got a run in today, so hey. like really oh, wow. feeling those endorphins. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, feeling good. I basically everything I talked about that I was reading or watching, I finished last week. It was like a very book fast. Right. I finished Orient, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Nice. Uh, I I didn't talk about this, but I finished playing The Witcher Three. So game oh, of the okay. year 2016, that's, I think I finished. That's in... some time to invest in The Witcher Three to finish yeah. it, start to finish. Yeah, that's seriously. Um, yeah, say I had it was some like time in quarantine. Hours? Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like upwards of 77 hours. <laughs> oh like it's kind God. of embarrassing. And every time I told my wife, I'm like, I'm serious. Like I'm I'm, I'm done. Just and she's like, Can't do it anymore. I, I just, promise. This is the last time. This is the last time. <laughs> oh, I man. promise. No, and then I go back. So <laughs> um, yeah, finished finished both of those. Also finished Umbrella Academy. So like emotionally, nice. I'm in a. I'm in a bookend state, so yeah. Bill and Ted. We'll talk about it later in the podcast, but it was a it was pitch perfect in tone for me because I had finished all these other things. Nice. Before I embarked on all these other journeys, okay. but uh, but yeah, but awesome. But that's glad to hear. What, glad to hear you're doing well, uh, Marcus. Let's turn mm-hmm. our attention your way. What have you been getting into? How are things on your end? Uh, things are good. Things I've been getting into. Um, Watching wise, I have been watching people play the Avengers beta okay. um, and oh, the new yeah. Avenger game beta. And so that has been very interesting to watch because I've, I've been hearing like people oh, rip it to shreds. Yes. But then I yes. watch the gameplay and I'm like, man, I would have died to have a game like this, like growing up. And, and oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm watching a lot of that beta. I think my favorite so far um, is Iron Man's. Um, okay. and I, and I right think that they, they're doing his character very well. It's a very open world type of thing. So I can't even imagine how much stuff you can get into with that. That probably is about 77 hours too. I'm not going to lie. 
Well, and can I chime in really quick? Because when mm -hmm. I first saw the footage of it, I was like, okay, it's the Avengers, but like yeah. Destiny, whatever. And then I read a bunch of takes on Twitter today. They're like, no, like the main story is Kamala Khan. Yes. Why didn't yeah. you read that's incredible yes you should have started with that and she's and so far in all of the beta the dialogue and stuff like that they're doing really well developing her character um and still embracing her heritage you know you, you know she has mm -hmm. this um she has a heritage that, that a story that comes with her as well right and so yep. um, they seem to be embracing that fairly fairly well from everything that i've watched so um as far as reading i have not read much it was a busy week this week and so um haven't read much so that was pretty much all i've been doing all right, that's okay. What, what about, about you, you Doug? Uh, I also have not been... Well, here, I work in higher ed as well, and mm -hmm. it feels like the hellscape is starting to cool off and maybe come <laughs> down just a degree hellscape. or two. Um, and so it's going well. I mean, we're still busy. We, South Dakota, for a hot minute there, was like the epicenter of the coronavirus world. Yep. So... Yep. <laughs> so yep. um, so we're doing okay. Like we're doing fine. We're on the other end of it and things are getting a little bit better. So we're doing just fine as far as things. So I'm doing well. Uh, daycare. We are in finishing up our daycare room being closed and working from home with Harper. She mm. goes back on Friday, which I am jacked about. Oh, uh, I am not, so envious of you. I could not be more excited about. <laughs> um, Cause yeah, it's, it's like, you know, the, the expression like, oh man, I bet you got a monkey on your back. It's like, but it's, it's yelling at you all the time. Like, no, oh, okay. Just, yeah. I would <laughs> prefer a monkey. Monkey, to be completely fine, honest. Because I could give it a banana and maybe it'll leave me alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, don't have, I don't have kids. Well, so, here's that life, Marcus. <laughs> I love my kids. I, take, I would take bullets for them, but like, enjoy that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm basking yeah. in it. Wafting it for a little Wafting bit. Wafting in it. Um, what have I been watching? Uh, I wa I've continued to watch the Harley Quinn series, which I still enjoy. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. I haven't lost interest in that just yet. What season um, are you on? I think I'm still on one. I'm not exactly sure. I kind of watch it in like like 15 Sparks. minute increments. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, and you sure. can pick it up and set it down, which is what I like. Um, I also watched An American Pickle, which is that Oh, how was that? Movie on HBO Max. Um... I, oof. I mean, here's the thing. Yikes. It's cool that Seth Rogen is playing himself in both versions, an old version of himself and a young mm -hmm. version of himself. And I think the movie has some heart, but I think it's almost like, I don't know. I think the com the comedy in it, I just feel like falls a little bit flat. Like it's not uh -huh. terrible. It's not something that I would say like, don't watch it. I mm -hmm. would say if you're bored or hung over on a Sunday, like throw it on and it's worthwhile. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of it. That's interesting. I'm so confused because I don't know what the hell this is about. So I hear American yeah. Pickle, old version, young version, and Seth yeah. Rogen. Yeah. So the premise, just to give everybody a real quick synopsis, is the premise is, is Seth Rogen plays somebody from Schlupska, it's, which I is, imagine is designed to be a predominantly Jewish country in Europe in like the 1800s. Well, he finds a wife and they move to New York and they become immigrants and he can't find a job. So he finds a job at a pickle factory. Well, the pickle factory gets condemned. And on his last day, he's trying to kill rats and he falls into like one of the pickling vats. And then nobody does any of their homework and sees that somebody fell in. So they literally just seal him inside the pickle vat. And he wakes up essentially now and he finds a version he tries to find a living relative and he finds 
old Seth Rogen finds young Seth Rogen as his like as his relative, and comedy ensues. Isn't this okay. an episode of Rick and Morty? It probably. I mean, to be hey. honest with you, probably. <clears throat> Apparently, it's based off of a short story too that I didn't know about. But yeah, there's that too. So oh, anyway, man. that's I, we're not reviewing that movie this week. So we I don't know if I'm interested it. in that at all. That sounds... uh, yeah. Like I said, if you're if you're hungover or bored on a Sunday. No, it it sounds like premium Sunday content. I, yeah. I'm happy to throw that out <laughs> yep. there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. For you for you from you and me, Brian, it's like, oh, the kids are in bed. I don't want to start anything. I'll be disappointed if I have to stop. Well, so, and we I go. feel like for thirty something white guys <laughs> like us, we see Seth Rogen, we're like, that's safe. He'll make me laugh. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I'll chuckle. Yeah, that's my thing. I was like, I'm listening to this. I'm typically I like anything Seth Rogen is <laughs> yeah. involved in outside of Sausage Party. Please <laughs> wrap that up and burn that in gasoline because <laughs> that shit left me scarred. But I think outside of that, I'm I'm listening and trying to get the you know the little hook, and yeah, I'm just like, eh, just, and that's man, the thing, it's with it. And that's the thing, it's like, okay, Seth Rogen, I like. Okay, story right. sounds interesting enough for me to stick around. Right, with. and I think it is. It's just missing the teeth to it to really get you excited. But okay. right. yeah, like I said, that right. that's a different movie, maybe for a different day. Um, if we want to review that, probably not. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. We do have some mourning to do this week on the podcast yeah. uh, because last week on Friday, uh, the world got the news that Chadwick Boseman had died due to complications surrounding prostate cancer. Colon, Colon cancer. Colorectal cancer. Yep. Um, and I think we are all still reeling from the shock of this mm-hmm. because nobody knew. Um, nobody knew the state of his health and knew how he was doing. Um, and so I think it would be wise and, and we want to just take a minute to just kind of remember him fondly. Um, so I guess for Brian and for Marcus, um, whoever wants to go first, doesn't matter to me. Um, what's your font? Like, what's a movie that you really remember him in? What about his life and legacy like sticks out to you? Um, yeah, let's just share thoughts about Chadwick before we really get into anything else today. Makes sense. You can take it away, Brian. Uh, all right. Um, wow. I think I think for me, it's it. Chadwick represented a lot. Like he had he had so many roles in even such a short time. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's incredible when you look at his filmography <clears throat> of everything that he accomplished. Um, I think. I think there's a lot of things I could say. I think the one thing that I will start, I'll, I'll just say two things. I think the first thing is is um, Marshall, the movie that he was in with uh, mm-hmm. basically focusing on Thurgood Marshall. I feel like it went under the radar. Like it was back in like 2016, 2017. And yeah. um, I only saw it because a friend recommended it to me. And, and it's a great performance of, of, a, of a real, like a real life, you know, um, like true to life events. Um, and it's, it was a great courtroom drama on top of it. And I think he, man, I wish I, he had so much left to give. I think that's the thing that I keep getting stuck on. Like you see that, Black Panther is on a completely other level too. Um, I mean, we can't talk about him without mentioning it, especially on this podcast. And I think, I don't know, you just see the light that he brought to other people. Cause I found that old Jimmy Fallon clip of people yeah. saying what Black Panther meant to them. Mm-hmm. And 
he's right behind the poster as they're talking about it and it it choked me up i found it on saturday and i'm just like i'm getting emotional at my dinner table just watching this thing on my phone from jimmy fallon from four years ago and like he meant so much to so many people and i think Mm -hmm. i think that's why it's really i don't know that's really hard to like put into words concisely um so that's that's definitely what I want to say about you know for that for yeah. right now. So what I'll throw it over to you, Marcus. What are you where are you at? Um, for me, obviously, like you know, being in a different identity, right? Um, as a black man, you um, the first movie I believe I watched from him was either Forty Two or mm-hmm. Black Panther, and I think Black Panther came out first, but I can't remember. But um, I I watched his performance. And and he embodied what Black Panther was with because this character, and I, and 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 he he embodied representation and the and and that entire film, not just his role, but the entire film itself, um, it showed us something different, and it, and it showed us the importance of representation to children, to adults, of seeing your black hero in a positive light, um, because you get Blade and you get all of these other heroes that may have been. Um, portrayed like old school. I don't know if anybody knows, but like Meteor Man. So you oh get these gosh. like yes. that was that's a, I love that movie. Um, <laughs> so you 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 get these one offs uh, like these these black heroes, but this was something different. Um, and I and, and his passing showed that um, people paid attention. Yeah. Um, that that people yeah. paid attention and people um, they just didn't know what to do. You know, it was something new. Yeah. It felt like something new, and and it was felt like something was just snatched away from us. Um, and, and that this representation, this hero, this king, and of course he's more than Black Panther. He's a human being, right? Yeah. But um, that was so important for us at the time, and it was like we yeah. were waiting to see him do it again. He was T'Challa. He embodied. He was wow. Jackie Robinson. He was Thurgood Marshall. He was he was in all of these different movies. And while he's doing it, he's sick. And while he's sick, he's visiting kids that are battling. And, and and I would like Brian. I was watching a clip, but it was the clip of him at the interview talking about the two kids that lost them that lost the battle with cancer, and he yeah. started crying. And that was so hard to watch because he's going through it, got to witness and got to hear that these kids yeah. were waiting for Black Panther, like they were fighting to watch Black Panther. That was yeah. the reason for going, and, and and to not be able to get there and and to hear and to even not even empathize with them, but to really feel their pain in a different way, but to feel and understand where they're coming from, that's a hard thing. But I want to just say, like, it's it's not normal, but he kept it to himself. Yeah. Um, there was this there was this interview and I don't want to spend too long on it. There was this interview about the five bloods and I was telling Doug about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the actors on there um, was he was he's an older gentleman. I'll I'll look up the name later, but um, he was an older gentleman and he was saying how he saw Chadwick being like massaged by these people. And his wife was there just like babying him and whatever the case may be. And he said that, oh, I guess that black hit to himself. He told his wife and he he said that I guess that Black Panther must have went to his head, essentially, and that he was like this, you know, this guy. And, And you hear this guy say. I judged him. He said, come to find out they were taking care of him. Yeah. They were taking care of him. And I said, the five bloods is, was the last most recent movie that he was involved in. Mm -hmm. And imagine that if this was, you were on the tail end of this thing 
and you're still fighting to do your job. Yeah. Right. They were still, yeah. the report just came out that they were still looking forward to filming Black Panther. Yeah. But now Marvel does not know what to do now. They have to reevaluate right. the entire yeah. story. And, and that's hard. That's so hard. But he kept it to himself. Yeah. And I think that that's important because you don't have to tell everything. Mm -hmm. um, and as bad as we want to know, and as much as you're a celebrity and we feel justified to be in your business, um, he kept it with his family. He was able yeah. to be at home and go in peace with his family. Yeah. Um, it sucks. It hurts. This is one of those, like, there are deaths that still don't sit well with me. Mac Miller, Nipsey Hussle, um, oh. um, Chadwick Boseman. These are all deaths that just still don't sit well with me. And, and yeah. this one... This one stings. So, yeah. um, you know, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's no longer in pain. I'm glad he's no longer hurting. But I also want to say prayers to his family, yep. um, prayers to okay. all of his friends and everyone's connected. And everybody has such nice damn things to say about him. Yeah, that's, that's <sighs> what I was going to say. And that was going to be really what I remembered him for is, and, and is that not, I mean, the talent was there from an acting perspective. Mm -hmm. And he had... Mm -hmm like serious chops to be able to bring it and he brought it he and you can see it about in the him. things yeah. he did that he just he had this level about him that was just another another thing but i yep. think you look at him as a man and he was just a kind and genuine person and absolutely if he had a connection with you he took that like responsibility seriously i mean you heard mm -hmm. people like um, Josh Gad said, like, you know, no. shared with, like, the last tweet or the last message, like, you know, text message that they shared together. Um, Michael B. Jordan shared, like, mm -hmm. all of his interactions with him. Mm -hmm. The story from the Five Bloods, I mean, Jesus. I mean, he just, he just, he touched so many lives in such an influential way that I think this is one of those first times, because I think a lot of times when an actor or a musician dies, we think about, oh, man, they had their whole career yeah. ahead of them. Mm -hmm. And I think this is one of those situations, at least for me, where I'm like, you know, yeah, they had the, he had his whole career ahead of him, but he had his whole life filled with, like, mm -hmm. the kindness and genuineness yeah. that he would have brought ahead of him as well. So yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean – thoughts and prayers to his family um for sure and, and hopefully their grief um you know they can get through it so yeah and i know okay there's this before we move on there's this weird there's this not weird there's this moment that people have of like there's some that question like y'all didn't know him he was a celebrity mm -hmm. like why are you mourning so hard mm -hmm. but i think that this is what films of black and white is about and this is what yeah entertainment like this is what these stories are supposed to do yeah right. um, these people share themselves you get all of them through the art that they create for sure and so yeah. when something traumatic like this hap like this happens yeah there's certain people that you just you may not know but you connect with more and you have no reason but the reason subliminally could be that they embody something that you mm -hmm. want to embody or they embody yeah. something that you are or that you've experienced and like once you lose that especially yeah. a, a person who is just good oh yeah no scandals no <laughs> nothing they yeah. were just good they like right. just no, you're good. right not yeah, a drug overdose not yeah. not not gang banging not anything like that they were just like good people they're just good yeah. people that are just mm -hmm. been taken yeah and then you remember damn they were entertaining me, but they were human too. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's 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 funky, but you know, I don't right think it's people. realistic for us to expect that actors 
bring commit themselves so much to the roles that they play for us to simply separate it and be like oh he's an actor you don't know him it's like no i i I know him at least a little bit to know what he brought as t'challa like i know a little bit of what he brought because of what he brought to marshall like i Mm -hmm. know like i know what he brought to that and how much care he took in getting into that character that he took this seriously and he wouldn't have taken the role if he didn't think it was something worthwhile so i don't think Mm -hmm. we can expect actors to dive in that much into a character and not just and not feel connected in some way well and i I just i want to validate all that because i know like when celebrities when they when they pass like it's just it's a whole waterfall of emotions and Mm -hmm. there's everything on the spectrum and i just i just want to say out loud for anybody that's listening like if you're feeling something like that's totally cool because yeah i mean these people bring us stories that inspire us and for the three of us like comic books everything that is in this fantasy sci-fi just realm of everything that we talk about i think Mm -hmm. chadwick boseman he brought to life this character that i think a lot of us never even were confident before like the mcu was cast like would we Mm -hmm. even see a good interpretation of that and not only did he bring a good interpretation out of it like it is a legendary status like yeah yeah. It was an event. You were either you either saw Black Panther when it opened or you didn't. And yeah. like, how people like categorize themselves around that because it was such a moving thing and he mm-hmm. was one of the main reasons why it was so moving. And it's okay for those things to inspire you and having a person be a conduit for that, not be part of that anymore. Mm-hmm. yeah that's gonna affect you and i yeah. marcus said it far more eloquently than i did but i just no, i wanted to say that out loud because i know yeah. i don't know sometimes you just kind of second guess yourself and you're just like i didn't know yeah. this person why do i feel this way and it's mm-hmm. this person connected with you through their performance and it's okay to feel that and it's absolutely okay yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure well i uh, the second time in two weeks i get to do a difficult transition <laughs> from something serious to something goofy and silly so of course now we want to move in after paying tribute to chadwick uh rest in peace um we need to get to our weekly competition and we need to get into (laughs) leveling the playing field on catch that quotable now brian came in hot and get and basically rose to the top and him and according to if you go to filmsandblackandwhite.com you can see the scoreboard and coming hot oh Brian, Brian and Marcus are currently tied for first place, mm-hmm. and I am bringing up the caboose. Mm-hmm. So I will, because Brian is, you know, because of how hot Brian came in, oh, I geez. am going to let him make the decision on mm. whether he would like to go first or who he would, if he'd like to defer and to whom he would like to defer. I'm going to defer to Marcus. Ah, All right. That'll be fine. Okay. All right, Marcus. So, Marcus, what is your quote? For this week's catch that quotable. All right, I feel like I made it a little bit too simple, oh, but okay. um, we're gonna I'm try ready. it. So I'm not gonna say the names. No- that means nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, this one you you should get. The only reason I feel like I'm not gonna say the names in the quote, okay. but I will say the rest of the quote, and I'm Love gonna it. try not to say it. You know, try to act it out. Okay. All right. <clears throat> hey. It looks, it looks, wait, hold on. Sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> no, no, I fuck, I was, I was fucking up the reading. It I couldn't do it. I was fucking up the reading. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> hey, it looks to me like I've got all the horses. Hey, 
Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river. Am I supposed to know this? Hey! Uh... It looks to me like I've got all the horses. Hey, it looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river. Brian, am I supposed to know this? I, dude, don't look at me. I <laughs> It's my it's one of my it's from my one of my one of my absolute top top five favorite movies. Marcus top five and I am in the weeds. It looks like I've got all the horses. Hey! But it looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Do you think saying it out loud is gonna help or no, it never helps. It never helps. It and never in helps. A, it, everything comes out in a southern accent for him too, so I don't understand how <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I mean my knee-jerk reaction is yeah. to go right back to Kentucky. <laughs> Go back to Kentucky <laughs> in my voices. <laughs> so what we got? I got. Oh, it. I, wow! I'm gonna call in my one-word hint. Okay. Your one-word hint is sand. Sand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm surprised that I thought that was really easy, but maybe because I love this movie. Sand. That's sand. your one-word quote. Is that is sand? your one. That's your one-word quote. <laughs> sand. Saying. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I really want to throw everybody for a loop and just guess love and basketball. And no, please right. don't. No, no, you know how many no. you know how many clicks we had on that? They was like, because the, the clip I posted stops at, well, the thing I picked, they might be racist. Then everybody immediately went and go look at the clip. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian, you can go first. I have nothing. I will, I, I'm happy to go. I Honestly, I'm in the weeds. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, there's horses. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go tombstone. I don't know. That's oh it. man, no, that's not it. All right, that's, yeah, that's a western, isn't it? It is. Oh, it, oh. Well, you talked about horses and yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see how you get that. And then you said sand, so I'm like, yeah. that's Brian like... really connects the dots well. That right. was a good guess. That was a good guess. I mean, okay. you gave octopus as a clue last that's... week, and Doug still guessed love and basketball. And still, so I had, like... just I had made my bed in my head. I was like, yes. "That's it. I'm sticking <laughs> yeah. with it." He didn't even attempt to change that shit. No, I, no. I had made no, up my mind that, that was going to be my All guess. Right. All right, Doug, Marcus, this at? is this is my guess. It's horses. It's it's river sand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that it's probably. I'm going to assume it's a western, and yeah. I'm going to go three ten to Yuma. Wow. No. <laughs> all right okay Marcus, that's fine also also a great guess the movie is let me read the full quote oh hey o'connell looks to me like i've got all the horses hey benny looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river it is the mummy oh my gosh. oh god yeah. damn it <laughs> Oh, my, oh my wife God. is gonna kill me. That's one of my favorite movies. He stumped us. God dang it. That is, I'm really surprised that y'all. The Mummy 1 and The Mummy 2, a great follow up to a film. The Mummy 3, we do not acknowledge. But oh, okay. The Mummy 1 and 2, fantastic films. Absolutely oh, yes. one of my Stupid. favorite. All right, yes. The Mummy 1. Yep. Oh, absolutely. You can pop those in anytime. anytime. They, they age yeah. so well. Yeah. Very I mean, well. Oh my god! And Rachel Weiss, fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Brendan I think Fraser. people gloss over Rachel Weiss in that. Yeah, I think they move past it. And they just talk about Brendan Fraser. Once yeah. they replaced her, then yeah. everybody was like, mm -mm, "This is yuck. This oh. is disgusting." <laughs> so my wife, my wife Maggie, loves those movies. When the third one came out, we saw we saw the trailer in theater, mm -hmm. and I'll never forget. She leaned over and she's like, "It's not Rachel Weiss." 
And yep. It's just like, yep. Yep. And an obvious replacement. They tried very hard. I mean, ugh. Yeah, uh, but what do you terrible. do? I, it was terrible. Just legend, Rachel Weiss. Of course. Hopefully we'll see her in Black Widow soon, hopefully. Oh, true, that's true. Hopefully, but... All right, Brian. Right. You can either give your quote or you can have me give mine. Your choice. You're in the driver's um, seat this week. You know what? I'll go next. All right. Um, that works. I'll go next. I'll, I'll leave you for the finale here, Doug. Mm. All right. My quote... <clears throat> Look, son, being a good shot, being quick with a pistol, that don't that don't do no harm, but it don't mean much next to being cool headed. One oh, more shit. time for you all at home. Look, son, being a good shot, being quick with a pistol, that don't do no harm, but it don't mean much next to being cool headed. <laughs> oh my god. This is a western. <laughs> if it's all or it's a sci-fi or a sci-fi western, like Cowboys and Aliens. That, that's also possible. Or that's Jonah Hex. Possible. But Jonah Hex wasn't teaching anybody. No. And he was a selfish bastard. No, I wasn't that movie Wanted with Morgan Freeman and Angelina Jolie. That's, that's it sounds like someone's teaching nah. somebody something and training them. Nah. So, I mean, and, it, especially because it's Jolie. like, yeah. yeah. She would never talk to anybody like that. No, nobody oh, training him in, nobody would. training him in that fr- in that film was nice about the training like that's they were true. kicking his ass <laughs> so this sounds very very this sounds like a kind of a jeff bridges kind of a line that's true that's uh, fair hmm. okay can i get a one word hint yeah i was actually just right. trying to figure out the best one word hint for this um and i i, I am drawing a blank here but mm. Oh god, if that's the case, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're fucked. No, I'm trying. No, I'm trying to like be clever with it, but I'm just. I'm not gonna. I don't want to like have us be here all the, like the whole night with me trying to come up with one. Who hit it? What's uh, the film? What's the film where she goes looking for her father's killer? Um, and that would be Rooster Cogburn. That's I'm, Jeff. I'm Bridges. just gonna say Capstone. That's my hint. It's a Capstone. Oh shit. Well, that means it's a tr- it's a third movie in a trilogy or a second movie in a trilogy. I will neither confirm nor deny that. I will just say it's a capstone. Capstone. You can interpret that however you want. Oh fuck, I don't know. All right. Doug, you guess first. <laughs> Brian, is this Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? It is not. Oh, oh I was like, he's training, he's training his Booth. son. Yeah, I was like, that's that was a guess. Yeah. Yes. Um Capstone. Jeez. Damn. All right. It Okay. It's a capstone. I, it, yeah. Y- yes. Fuck, I don't know. That's I wanna right. say I'm gonna say cowboys and aliens. You're honestly, Marcus, you're close. It's unforgiven, starring Clint Eastwood. Oh, that's close. Western Clint Eastwood. That's really good. Wow. All right. Um, Damn, that's a good quote. You're closer ah. to me. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. 
Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. I've seen that movie once. It honestly, it's a favorite of mine. I know I've been doing sci-fi most of the time yeah. I've been on here, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna th- I'm gonna just change it up. And then your quote, I was like, oh man, we're like already in the western. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. With it. All right. But, and I was hoping that, that Brian scary. said it when he was guessing my movie that way, because I was gonna repeat <laughs> and be like, hey, did you just guess the movie? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. Like, you're you're paying attention. You I was just oh, like, oh shit. crap, did we both do western? Yeah, like, yeah. We just have I synergy, was really worried. But- there for In any case, if you haven't seen Unforgiven, treat yourself. It yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, Doug. Get, All right. Give here's it to mine. Us. Here's mine. <laughs> Why are you breathing hard? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. You stressed about it? I think I'm just too close to the mic, so it's just. Oh, sounded, oh okay. It sounded, sounded, so like, sounded more fine. stressful than usual. <sighs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> Why can't they just say, go to this place, here's the treasure, spend it wisely? I know this. I know this. I know this. Say it again. Why can't they just say, go to this place, here's the treasure, spend it wisely? I'm going to kick myself. I I don't know. <laughs> Why can't they say, go to this place, spend it, here's the treasure, spend it wisely? You know what I want to say? Artemis Fowl. But um, there's a... There's, <laughs> there's a... Um, it's about a treasure. It seems like a. Uh, it's about treasure. <laughs> sounds like sounds like somebody black saying this too. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. So somebody's black. Somebody's it's black frustration. I can hear it all. In <laughs> uh, man. Thank you for giving that con- getting that concept. In oh. The- that's what films in black and white is all about. I love yeah, it. Right. I love it. I have a new. Yeah. I have a new term now to describe it. <laughs> black frustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one word hint. Yeah, drop that hint. Okay, my hint is monument. God damn it! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Monument. <laughs> I think I might know the giddiness on both y'all's faces. Marcus, I, I do you want to guess first? Nah, go ahead. Doug, is this national treasure? Brian, it's national treasure. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, I knew it. Yeah, I was I sticking with it. my uh, Nicolas Cage movie trend. Wow. And just going with that. That was good. That was yeah. really good. That oh, was yeah. really good. That's him that says that line, right? No, it's his. No, no, like, it's, it's, it's like, the friend. The yeah, it's his friend. Yes, that's right. It's yes. like when they're getting frustrated yep. and they don't know what to do next. And they're like, why yeah. can't we just say, do this? It'll be easier. Yep. Got it. Okay. Again, yeah. to my friends and family listening, no, I can't remember our plans, but I can remember. <laughs> but I can remember. A Nicolas Cage movie. But I Nicolas can remember Cage old quotes. Nicolas Cage quotes. It happens. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that really does it for us scoreboard wise. I Damn. mean, to be honest with you, Brian's at the top. Brian's up. Yeah, Brian's yeah, up. Brian's up one. Brian's so, up. Now, now Brian's first heat. Like, yeah, now, yeah, now Brian's first heat, and I've, yeah. I'm back to being third heat. So um, <laughs> You always need the third heat, though. You can't. That's true. You do. Yeah, that's that's right. true. That's what makes it work. All right. Well, 
enough of uh, those movies and, and just kind of our quotes for the week. Let's get into this week's movie, which was it. Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah, they oh. do. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sound so, technician man over here. I got you. Yeah. As, so, so as we, as we usually do with our movie reviews, we're gonna give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of this particular mm. film. Yep. But Marcus has to give us his barbershop synopsis yes. of what Bill and Ted oh, Face could, the Music is all about. <laughs> Take it away, I, Marcus. Yeah. I I'm bet. excited to see what this is. So in this movie, you have two. Um, you have. T- <laughs> I was about to say some wild shit. Okay, in this movie, you have two. You got two. Um, you you got these over. You know what I mean? These middle age, a little bit over middle age. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how you cook a steak right before you burn it. Um, they're that age. Uh, white men that are trying to live out their. Um, they're trying to make this song that they said that they were supposed to make because they traveled to the future okay um that's kind of a hard thing to have over the top of your head somebody telling you from the future you're supposed to do this and then they telling you you ain't did it yet so that's a lot of stress for two people to have so during this movie you see these guys attempt to make the song that is going to bring the world together i wish it was that simple to walk outside and play some damn bun b and the world was just fixed but it's not so um so basically what happens is this big old egg show up and this egg pop out and it's the daughter of the person who was like the last person who i'm assuming was named rufus that's a real name that's an old name but his name was rufus and rufus was like rufus was the one that told him like yo you supposed to be doing this and the daughter was like yo i'm here to finish the task at hand because you ain't do what you were supposed to do so they take him to this white ass california like when i say white ass it's not like white people white it's like super clean like they got lysol like they just wipe the bitch down with bacteria wipes and so they go they find out yo you got until this time to figure it out and so this journey is them trying to find out how they're to find the music they visit them past selves and all this other shit like that before the world explodes and somehow kid cuddy is the smartest motherfucker in the room that knows about quantum (laughs) and not the person from the future telling him all these answers yeah and that's it well, oh, that was glorious. I mean, that was glorious. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, you, thank you. Hats off to you, Marcus. If I had applause <laughs> on here, I would, because that was. I, I, I feel weird giving myself one, but I will but hit the button. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, oh, there we go. It. All right. Before we get into the review, let's just give you some fast facts about the movie just real quick. Doug does not sound enthused about this. <laughs> I'm no, so I excited to talk about this with y'all. Not at all. I'm so beyond not enthused. It was released last week, August 28th. Um, it came out on video on demand and in some theaters, depending on where you live. Um, mm-hmm. Bill and Ted Face the Music cost about $25 million to make, according Ooh. to the internets. Um, huh. So far, the money grossed from this particular movie is $1.1 million. So, oh, shit. Uh, I got a long way to go. To give you all perspective, because this is a trilogy, Bill and Ted 1 would originally dropped. Uh, had a budget of $10 million and grossed 40 And then Bill & Ted 2 had a budget of $20 million and grossed 38 So oh, unless it picks up steam, it's good they're ending with this one. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But let's get into the good. Let's start off on the right foot. So, gentlemen, what about this movie do you feel like went well? What do you yeah. think this movie did well? 
<laughs> well, I I will just come out of the gate. I enjoyed this for a variety of reasons. Um, I think one of the things is this movie did well. It was just silly. Like it didn't take itself yeah. like super seriously. It knew what it was. Like yep. it had cheap laughs. It had long con laughs. It had laughs that like you, if you had watched the previous movies, you could enjoy. And mm-hmm. I think. Yep. To be honest, like, I think we're in such a weird time right now with the pandemic, with mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, like, and that's not, I'm not saying that's weird, but that is mm-hmm. heavy. Like, there mm-hmm. is a lot yeah. happening with that, that when you want to relax, that you're not like, you know what? I want something that I want to just not think about stuff for a while. Yeah. Bill and Ted does that because it is absurd. <laughs> it is weird. Mm-hmm. It is it, like, yeah. it, and it gives you these weird jokes that you're just kind of like standing agape at. And yeah. I, that is what I think this movie does really well. Yeah. 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 Marcus. yeah that was actually, that was actually my, um, that was actually one of my things that I, that was the first thing on my list that, you know, we, we we say a lot up here, take movies as they are and so like yeah. you take things as they are and some movies are not going to be the award winners um nope. these are this is not the one that we nominate for an oscar no and i did that um and so i think that they did really well bringing back keanu reeves who usually we see as a super serious um actor especially in the yeah. last couple movies that he's been in uh, he's doing the matrix again and he was doing john wick before this and yeah. so they did well bringing these um bringing him back and into this silly kind of role um yeah. and and um i think they did well with just the fun of it it's just fun mm-hmm. it, like it's something cool to watch when you just want it, it going back to that american pickle if you just want to watch something right. and it's just like hey let's just turn this on um and you don't really have to pay attention to it you can kind of turn it was moments where i was like doing homework <laughs> and i'm turning and i see something on the screen i'm like what a, how the fuck did that happen and then it was like oh okay all right so but i didn't really have to deep dive and rewind it like 20 minutes to get an answer so i'm going to agree with brian for my first piece um that they did really well being the movie that it is 25 yeah. million ah oof. yeah <laughs> yes yeah. yeah yeah uh yeah i would so here's what i'll say i i think what I appreciate is that unlike most movies that kind of are capitalizing on nostalgia, I think that where the lead actor is like, they're like a, like a cameo, like they show up for five minutes, but it's about somebody else. I think Keanu Reeves and Alex winter brought it. They were committed to the silliness. They were, they were in it wholeheartedly. They didn't get too, they did not take themselves too seriously and say like, no, 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 no. I do John Wick now. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to put on a weird <laughs> body dysmorphic, like muscle suit uh, and be in a prison. Like I'm not going to do that. Like they were committed to those ideas and committed to it. Because yes, it ladies important. and gentlemen, that is a real scene in the movie. <laughs> that's, that's, curious. Yes. that's in there. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I think that they were committed to it and I think they deserve, you know, some props and some snaps for that because yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not every big name actor would do that. I mean, Alex Winter doesn't have anything to lose because who the hell knows where I, he's he, been. But Keanu he Reeves does. Fired, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, he was done, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. He looks, I will give them this. And maybe it'll be my second point. They look good for their oh, age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alex Winter, he still looks good. Like, you know what I'm saying? They look like they aged fairly well since Bill yeah. and Ted. And like they were supposed, it wasn't like they bought out, like, God forbid, like a cracked out. You know, trying to, you know how you can try to put makeup on a cracked out person? And you'd be like, yeah, but we know that you're doing crack. Like, we know that. 
and so it's like damn like up yeah, yeah so it's like damn yeah. you can't put concealer and glitter over crack like that's no, that's, that's hard that's a yeah. good point Wearing, <laughs> there's no makeup tutorial for that shit they're, I can coming, they're coming in wearing dentures because their teeth are all busted out yeah just yeah. ride it out and they're still yeah. trying to and they just fall out like that's a whole thing yeah so, yeah yeah but yeah i think i think that that's really what works with yeah, <laughs> yeah, works. yeah 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 right. i mean all right what else know, worked for me I really enjoyed how it it wasn't like natural, but you you got to used to the rhythm. But they split the narrative, so you had the yes. Bill and Ted story, and you had their daughter's story. And mm. so I don't think this is going to come as a surprise to anybody, but Bill and Ted is like super nostalgia for me. The first movie oh, yeah. I probably watched like ten or eleven times. Like mm -hmm. I loved it. It probably helped cultivate that sci-fi like mm -hmm. love that yeah. I have. It is time travel. Uh, but then it was also like rock music and history. So it like blended all these things that yep. I eventually came to love. And so I will admit, I was definitely writing that nostalgia high with this yeah. movie. But I think, I think that's something I really enjoyed about it. Cause I was really worried that the daughters were just gonna be like, look, we have daughters. Mm -hmm. Okay, now it's just mm -hmm. Bill and Ted. And I appreciated <laughs> that. Bill and Ted with daughters. Yeah, yeah, like that is, I'll be honest, that is definitely how I thought the movie was going to go. And then when I saw them go into the egg, which mm -hmm. I also, I have to let you all know, I'm like, really, you couldn't use a phone booth? That's fine. It's <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like, we'll yeah. use the future egg, whatever. Everything's whatever. smooth in the future, I guess. Yeah, what the hell was that? Anyway, that would be for yeah. later. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not an artistic decision I would have made. Yes. Um, me, not a, not a director. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed the fact that they had their own adventure. Like, they yeah. had their own agency. They were all trying to do it in yep. service to like help like their dads and i love how that movie ends turning it on yeah. their head like oh no it's like you and we like we have to help you yeah. so i just i enjoyed their zinginess going to Jimi hendrix get like getting all the historical figures mm -hmm. um and then they go to hell like yeah. like i'm smiling just talking about just how absurd this is and it yes. makes me laugh and <laughs> In any case, I enjoyed the dual narrative. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, I like yeah. that too. Yeah, you know they could get they could have gotten super cheesy with the daughters, right? Yes. Right. Um, I don't know if this is planting seeds to see how well people will will react to their daughters, right? And yeah. maybe you continue the franchise with them, but um, you know they, the feelings they, they, of a past well, the torch movie. It did. It did. A hundred percent. And so you could kind of tell though at the beginning they were like these are your daughters that you also call Bill. And like, it was right on the nose. And yeah. so for them, you kind of just knew what it was. So, but, so, but I feel like they didn't make it super cheesy outside of the iPhone showing um, 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 Satchmo the the iPhone and him not really reacting to it. Him yeah. just looking at it like, oh yeah, you hear this Louis guy Armstrong. playing this guitar? Yeah, Louis, sorry, what did I call him? Sorry, Satchmo? That's right. That was his, that that was his nickname, right? No, was his no, nickname. Was it? Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. Right. No, it's oh, okay. just funny how you're just like, nah, it's just Satchmo. We'll For anybody who's later. curious, yeah. I just want to make sure. Louis yeah. Armstrong, you'll hear yeah. learn a lot. Yep. You'll, if you don't know who damn Louis Armstrong is, you should I pick up a goddamn book. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, what the hell? You don't have to be a music connoisseur yeah. to know who louis armstrong yeah. is and that was the other thing about they picked people who were well known outside yes. of maybe one or two artists <laughs> it was one two two artists i was like oh, i don't know who that yeah. is but um i'll get that i'll get more into the time traveling bit in more of the bad section all right all brian i uh, here's here's the last piece of good that i'll write <laughs> the last piece of good that i'll touch on and i don't know why i had a hard time but the nostalgia train 
was good. And I do agree. When that yeah. I, I remember when the movie started and that old Orion logo showed up. Yes. I was like, there's something about this I that gets like me that. Oh, in, yeah. in the in the in the nostalgia portion of my of my body. Um, <laughs> not to pivot us over to the bad. Excuse me, what part of that body what part of the body is that? <laughs> Please explain to us in detail. The heart, or the, I mean, or, it's, like a, it's a subcavern yeah. of the heart. It sits right underneath the heart, so that way we get nostalgia. It. it warms the heart, which warms the body. Does so that get it's cholesterol? Like, uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, it's it's it's. Okay. Just they talk for about the, your LDL for the fans. When that's the LDL, that's uh-huh. the that's what that's the no. Oh yeah, you gotta get that blood ah, tested and everything. Got it. Got it. Every got every it. year, get it tested. Just wanted to make sure for the fans that we were um, we understood. No, and don't check it out with a doctor. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 Just trust me on it. Um, <laughs> but that nostalgia was snuffed out when that motherfucking robot showed up. Oh I have gosh. a lot to say about the robot. Are we at the bed already? Oh, I no. can't you guys I Damn, can't that shit any- was fast. <laughs> I can't I can't go anymore. I'm gonna give y'all a chance nope. to chime in with any more good, but the minute that that fucker showed up, I was like, Nope, I'm out. I'm done. What? Nope, I can't. The minute he showed up. The minute he showed up, yeah. I was like, this looks like a bad Gundam that somebody melted a Gundam in a yeah. stupid oven for too long. Yeah. And he's over. And then he has the motherfucker has a name. I just <laughs> there's so many things. My my name is David Collins. Uh, nobody cares. You're a weird looking robot. For, okay. <laughs> he, OK, yeah, go ahead. Stop, his name yeah, was Dennis. His name the was Racer of Dennis. I will not stand for. Yes. Oh, um, I'm also going to bash Dennis. Um, as well. Yeah. I knew this would happen. It's fine. It's because okay when when he showed up, I had high hopes when they originally built him, but once I seen his time traveling egg and it was just looked like rigged rocks. How the hell is everything else smooth? I knew it was going left from there. Okay, because it went downhill from there. Your bottom lip is human, but then you have this visor, and you're telling me we're how far in the future and we didn't figure out either how to make a full android or a part like a full human like you got to pick and choose your poison like dennis was annoying i'm not gonna second, hold you. second second just really quickly on dennis the other thing is is that time travel uh, look i am not a, a scientist but okay. i'm gonna go ahead and you're assume not kid cuddy is what you're saying i'm not kid cuddy yeah I, <laughs> i'm not like, yeah because apparently the he's the, the only moon. he's <laughs> the only one apparently that knows about time traveling <laughs> so here's what i'm gonna say not the two motherfuckers that was that was time traveling for two movies straight, but Kid Cuddy randomly disappearing off a goddamn star, Doug. But Kid Cuddy disappearing <laughs> off a stage is the only one that knows about time traveling. Not the lady whose father built the time traveling machine. <laughs> Not the robot. Okay. Not the two princesses that then time traveled to different generations to see if they had a better like, better life. But Kid Goddamn Cuddy. Right. Yeah. Great. Right. Yeah. Great. Just want to make second, sure. Second. Yep. Okay, you mean to tell me that you've polished time travel, but it takes this stupid robot 30 minutes of the movie to show up to the where they're at? What, what day of the week is it? Yes. It's, it's there over, like, talking to, like, a year later, and this, and this stupid robot doesn't show up for, like, three years. I'm sorry, but if you're going to time travel, you're there. Like, it's not – there's Doug, no fucking delay Why do they only have on an hour and a half to write the perfect song to unite the world? They're in the future. They what the fuck didn't you call me in sooner? Yeah, what the <laughs> – Thank you, Brian. Thank like, you. I love this movie, but – that yeah. doesn't make sense. You no. telling me you called me in an hour and 30 minutes ahead. If, if you know I got a test coming up and I don't know nothing about the test, <laughs> then call me in two weeks earlier. 
right. Or, or here's the other thing. Just because you're going forward in time doesn't mean your time stops. Right. Wait a minute. It's here's linear. the other thing. Y'all spent the entire movie looking for the song. Yes. The people in the future know the song exists. Yes. Why haven't they heard the song and then gave it to them? <laughs> I don't know. They're in the future. That moment already happened. Marcus, they had to reconcile with themselves. That's the emotional crux of the whole you know, movie. You know where this movie was supposed to be over? In therapy. That's where you figure that <laughs> shit. You, you figure that shit 45 minutes when you get with your wife and when you you got bigger problems when you alone can't tell your wife that you love them, you keep mentioning your best friend. Sorry, this is not an orgy. This is not that kind of party. So don't tell me and my best friend love you. What? That's not, what Look. the hell? Oh, Look. Polyamorous yeah. relationships aside, which that's, that's okay. <laughs> it's not for me because I, I like I can do yeah. one okay and yeah. check with my wife, but yeah. like I, I don't I don't have time for spreadsheets for people. But the point being, like it worked for me. I, I and obviously it didn't work for y'all, but I just think it's funny. You're like, oh, this robot's here. I'm out. Sorry, and I'm just like, yeah, it's a robot because we're already, I'm already bought into the fact that a song is gonna save humanity. So what's What's a time-traveling robot going to do for this? But a shitty time-traveling robot. They rolled out their goddamn B-Squad. Like, if you're trying to kill somebody, you don't send in, like, you don't send in Ultron's slow cousin to kill off two people traveling through time. You send in a professional and David Williams or whatever his name was. Dennis. Dennis McCoy. If you still have room for a what if episode, Ultron's like lazy cousin goes time traveling. I will watch that. I just, if you listen, I would absolutely watch that. Doltron. That's his, that's his brother, Doltron. He born and shit. Don't really want to do nothing. I mean, I guess I can do it. <sighs> I guess there's a meteorite I can <laughs> that's, right. slam into the earth. But Aren't look, I'm just us? saying, like, I think it's so funny. You all can keep talking about what didn't work for you. I'm okay. happy to be the apologist at the moment. Okay, okay. I'm happy. Like, we can keep going down that this rabbit hole. I'm totally cool with that. But, like, I just think it's funny. It's like, that's the hook that, like, brought you out. Because for me, I thought... Like watching this movie, I was like, oh my gosh, like you get to the point where they have to talk to death because if you're yeah. following along at home, folks, Bill and mm -hmm. Ted die, <laughs> tell the robot to kill them yep. so they can go to hell yep. to save their daughters and all these other historical figures, by the way. Yes. And they have to reconcile with death to mm -hmm. get back to their time. Mm -hmm. And I was watching this part and I was like, oh my gosh, like if you've only been half watching this movie, like is this the moment you're just like, what? Yep. the hell yep. am i watching yep. that that dude plays bass and they were yep. in a band together and they tried but... to sue he tried to sue for the right. name yeah yeah yeah, yeah like but... where were you all at with that that's what i want to know here um here's my thing with that here's my problem everybody goes to hell question mark Oh, uh, good question. So Bill and Ted had to be some of the nicest son of bitches I've ever seen. <laughs> what did they do wrong that like everybody goes to hell? There's no heaven. So how does this work? That sounds like a terrible place to live. <laughs> like everybody that died automatically went to hell. The two daughters, what did they do to go to hell? That's a very good point. A great point. So like yeah. I just was Absolutely. I was so confused. Yeah. Yeah. That's and also uh, quick back to the robot that implies robots have souls just really fast because True. that motherfucker went to whole hell too. So well, he might have gained his he might have gained his soul when he killed them. He seemed to have remorse about killing them. 
So I gave yes. that like, okay, I'll let uh, it slide. I'll let it slide. People... I mean, really the thing for me, I mean, it's not the robot that went off the rails. I mean, the uh, the other thing for me that made this movie go off the rails, you, we've opened this can and I can't. Oh, let, can't no, let's just go dive I can't, in. I can't unopen it. Um, the other thing that like really got me is the fucking marriage thing in the beginning yes. okay. where Bill's, so Bill's dad so Missy is their babysitter. Oh, that was a shit show. Missy was yep. married to Ted, Bill's dad, yes. then to Ted's dad, yep. then to Ted's brother. Don't forget, they took them both to prom. I'm sitting here like, okay. what? No, it wasn't Ted's brother. It was, it was, it was, oh my it was the dad's son-in-law, yeah. son-in-law. Yeah. Son, we can't so, even explain it now. Yeah. It's just yeah. weird. It is confusing. And yep. I looked at it, I was I literally was like, this feels gross. Yep. Like I this everybody's just there celebrating. Yeah. I know it's supposed to feel gross, and I'm probably be a little bit more troubled by it than I should be, but it just seemed out there and I wasn't here for it. <laughs> Go just, ahead, it didn't draw you I, in. I know yeah. you want to apologize yeah, for it. No, so Brian. Ahead, yeah, come on, Brian. I know. Like, on, Brian. it it was absurd. Like, it was absurd because I'm like, this this lady is like now Nasty. like through all of these connections. <laughs> it is like thing. you're this person's like mother, but mm -hmm. now you're the and she's brother. what conservatively ninety. Yep. Oh, I mean, she was uh, a 70, 80. <laughs> she, she, she has some experience. She's an old person. Some experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has some experience. Yeah, with your own dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yes. I mean, it's, I don't know. To me, like, if you watch that scene and you're like, what am I watching? Mm -hmm. Or you're laughing, I feel mm -hmm. like that's a good litmus yeah, test for you're, how you're going to feel. That's the, the first test. You're absolutely that's right. True. That's the that's first true. test. Like, the test of this movie is that marriage scene. If at that marriage thing, you're like, okay, this is kind yeah. of amusing. I could get into it. But if right. you're sitting there being like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> you are, like, you're going to be, you're going to basically, it describes how the next uh, 80 minutes is going to go. Yep. Yeah. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Like, and I like that is cool. Like, if it is not your jam, I get it. Because Bill and Ted is about two burnouts trying, just trying to true. shortcut everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that this was almost emblematic of it. So I totally, yeah. I get it, man. Like, I yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad you brought that up. That was yeah. weird. I'll yeah. let you, I was watching this with my wife. She was not having it, but I, I was the only one laughing out loud. That's that. a good anecdote to share. Uh, yeah. My wife, uh, when I told her what the movie was, she goes, maybe just watch that by yourself. You know, so. you know, when you hear the title of like, my friends were asking me like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, you know, you know, doing research for the podcast. It was like, oh, what's the movie this week? And I was like, Bill and Ted. It was like, mm, I'll catch the next episode. Yep. Like, I was like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> No. Hey, you win some, you lose some. That's but right. That's Bill and Ted true. is it's what it is is Bill and Ted is an acquired taste, right? Yes. And so like there is a nostalgia piece, but for this younger generation, right. all, if they don't know or they're not familiar with it, all they see is these two older guys trying to act yeah. young and like yep. rock and like you can lose a lot of people like that. You know what I'm oh, saying? Agreed. Yeah, um, agreed. Even with the preface um of the story like oh, you, yeah. you say like this is bill and ted this is what they were supposed to do and like i get that if you see that there's a typically if you see that there's a third movie coming out or a second you go back and yeah. you watch oh whatever right. oh, for sure. what the, you're supposed to do but for those that didn't and maybe just want to watch it 
you can lose people right away, especially with the first song scene. Um, yeah. and, and it was like, oh, this is, yeah, I yeah. don't know if I <laughs> paid the money to watch this because it was just all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, that was hard for me. That was, that was, that's what I feel like no, another that, bad point was. That's, I think, yeah. completely understandable because I think we're also in this weird time where we're having like a third movie or a sequel to a right. movie 20 years later. And yes. Like, yeah. Yes. I I don't like I don't know for me this one is like probably one of the better ones that's a sequel like if you're into Bill and Ted you won't be disappointed but if, no like no you're, if you're coming in cold Marcus I think you summed it up yeah really well because I I think it's almost a little bit of a time capsule of like this work because mm. it was absurd and it leaned into this like rocker burnout stereotype which yeah. I don't I don't. I don't know. I don't even know if that's pre <laughs> like in high schools or like, mm -hmm. like obviously there's, you know, you still have this image yeah. of a burnout, but like yeah. you don't get some of the stuff with Bill and Ted because they were like basically like, you know, rock and roll heads. Mm -hmm. And if that, yeah. if you don't get that piece, like, yeah, that's like a, you don't get with the movie. I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. And I think, yeah. and I, I think that's a really good point. And I think, I mean, if you think about it, this was a, this was a character that Keanu Reeves, Oh was haunted by yeah, for yeah. a long time because yeah. and it's still present in this movie that what like that oh yeah. that's still like aspect oh. of it like that yeah. what the whoa like all of yeah. it was very much like it haunted him for a while and i imagine made it difficult for him to get cast in some things until he was able to mature out yeah. of it and i completely yeah. agree it's got to be hard for someone yeah. going in cold not knowing anything about it um, yeah. If you were super into Bill and Ted, this feels like mem – what's up, everybody? We need to take a brief break in the show to recognize our sponsors. This week's sponsor is Vermilion Theaters. Thinking you might like a movie but definitely want a smaller crowd? Vermilion Theaters offers a Keep Your Distance Tuesdays. They'll cap each auditorium at 25% capacity, which leaves plenty of space for each party to have its own row. Please limit the number of people in your party to six and, of course, wear a mask. Admission is regular price, but you can still get a free small popcorn. Tickets and showtimes are at vermilionTheaters.com. Now, back to the show. This feels like Member Berries, like from South Park. It feels oh. like, remember? You remember Bill and Ted? Yep. You remember his dad? You re <laughs> like, it feels like a lot of that. And there are people, especially... And I think to Brian's point about what yeah. worked, there are people these days that are like, because of the stress of where they're at, they True. don't want to dive into something new. They want to put yeah. on something from back when times were simpler. Totally. Where mm -hmm. it is a nice security blanket. And that's totally fine. I, I just didn't, it just didn't jive with me. Yeah. I, well, okay, and so. I think that makes sense. I mean, like, and I looked up that, so Bill and, the first Bill and Ted came out in 89 Yep. And he, there was a TV series. I did not know that. There was a Bill and Ted TV yeah. series that he did in 1990. Oh, I don't know that. 13 episodes. And then they did the sequel. They did the mm -hmm. sequel in 91. So he did Point Break the same year they did the sequel, the Damn. second movie to Bill and Ted. So it feels like what it feels Keanu Reeves being like, I need like an action movie. I need mm -hmm. something. Otherwise, I'm going to be Bill. I'm going to be doing Bill and Ted until yeah, I'm done. Yeah. 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 So I I think that's a good point, Doug. Like he he definitely tried to deviate had to from split that. off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, there's these there's obvious moments though of for me being like coming in cold cold turkey. Sure. Like there's obvious moments of these one-liners or these right. actions that 
okay, because I am a movie goer and a regular movie watcher, I know the moments that are supposed to be those moments of, this is the thing that the theater is going to do with you. We hop uh, in a oh. telephone booth and we go, or we say a line like, ready, Bill, ready, Ted. Like, these are things that, um, that that I understand, like, oh, I hear the line and say, oh, that's from yep. the original. Sure. I get that. That's something yeah. that I should know, but I don't. And that's fine yeah. because, okay, yeah. I, I know who this movie probably is aimed for, yeah. which is another one of my bads, if I can okay. go into it. Sure, please. Um, the we'll price of the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, hefty. Very hefty price to base your movie off nostalgia. Um, yeah. Because, like, who's buying it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, this isn't Trolls, where kids oh. will beg their parents to buy this movie, and you buy it, and it lives forever. Have you seen that robot? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Dennis. Damn Dennis. Um, but, it's, but it's like, you see this price, and who did you think was going to purchase this movie? Like, who was this? Yeah. Now, if you're telling me, like, and Bill and Ted is coming to the Vermilion Theater, support your local theater, support your local business. Oh, wow. Um, Vermilion Theaters this weekend. And yeah. so I would have paid my $8 student ticket to go see Bill and Ted in the theater. Yeah. Would I have, would I have willingly paid the 20-some-odd dollars? Right. Hell no. Because, yes. like, this movie isn't for me. But for anybody else that may be at home, and once again, I don't think I'm $20 I don't think I'm $20 sad enough to pay to get out of the slump I'm in with everything going on. Because I'd be right. even more sad. Like, damn, I just paid $20 for that. Like, that that was, all right, well, there we go. And I probably just supported a Bill and Ted 4. So, like, I, I don't right. know. Oh, damn, they bought that? They might want another one. Like, no, no, yeah. no, no. It's like a terrible battle rapper that says a line like, oh, you didn't get that? Let me bring it back again. No, 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 no. I just, I caught it the first time. Just move the fuck on. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, Brian, is there anything about this movie that you didn't like? I want to, I mean, I want to include think... you in the bad train. True, I yeah. Mean, there, there's definitely critiques. Like, I think, I think it ends. Like, the ending was abrupt as hell. Like, it just, <laughs> it was like, like just the world roll credits. And there's an after credit scene. Like, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it just it ends abruptly, and I feel like. Honestly, like I will call this out. This movie, I'm totally the demographic for this movie. I will totally put it out there. Like I will own it. Be um, proud, Brian. You know, That's fine. like and what's funny is so my my wife is like, honestly, if you weren't on the podcast, I would I would I would fight this, but it's fine. You wanna watch Bill and Ted? <laughs> fine. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Like I thought this would be like a clear one. But yeah, <laughs> we are glad, Brian. You keep citing the podcast wherever you need to. You want to watch something weird? Just be like, it's for the podcast. It's for the podcast. For the Jeez, podcast. Seventy-seven, look, seventy-seven more hours of The Witcher. It's for the podcast. Hey, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's for the podcast. Go back. Um, but like, <laughs> she like was working on her cross stitch. My point in this is that it did. Like, it just. I also recognize that this movie is just totally trying to evoke like this 80s yep. feel good yeah. Yeah. user comedy. And yeah. uh, it did, like, Doug, you're right. It did make me feel good. It felt like a warm blanket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but like, and that ending was almost like, I was like, yeah, like, that's kind of how these movies end. It's just like, we did the thing we said we were going to do. And that's Hi. it. Freeze yeah. frame. Yep. They yep. took off in a telephone booth, and, and that was the. <clears throat> That was yep. it because they did all their reconciliation yeah. with the music being made with their right. wives. They did it handing yep. the music out. So they, they, there really was no where else yeah. to go. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was yeah, a drama free ending. 
Yeah, I, I mean, like, they did, like, on the other hand, they said what they were going to say, and yeah. and they stopped. And I do respect that, and <laughs> I think you're right, Marcus. I think that's the beauty. I, to me, I don't know, that's the part that connected with me about this movie, is, like, we're in a time right now that everything just feels so heavy, and yeah. there's just something, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just something that brings a smile to my face about, like hey, all we have to do to save the universe is play this song together and music will save all of us. And like, I'm smiling just thinking about it. Like, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great right now. I would, like, let's do it. And so with that, it was like, it was like a really good emotional high for the movie. And I definitely thought we'd have this epilogue of like, Bill and Dad are happy. Mm. Their daughters are time traveling Mm. and X, Y, Z. But it was like, nope, we did it. Get out. That's it. That's how it felt. And for me, it was like, um, as a musician, um, as an artist, um, music is a universal language. And so I got that. And I did um, relate to that. Because honestly, there are songs that you can play and that there are certain songs that everybody knows. Like, it's the damn Cheers theme song. Like, I don't care who you are. For some reason, you know that song. And and it's like, music can do that as a universal right. language. Like, yeah, for sure. I wish it was, especially in the world that we live in, I understand the messaging. So I, mean, I don't want to shit on the movie oh, yeah. completely. I, I like that, and I wish that it was that simple to step outside, turn on the speaker, and the world play along. <laughs> and we knew that one song that everybody could connect to. Yeah. No, but, think, go ahead. I think my critique is this. I, I completely agree with both your sentiments. And I, and I actually, I, I fundamentally agree with both of you. I don't think that the messaging of the movie is what's broken. I think, right. oh, yes. I think that okay. there are, I think what, I think that you could have made a 20 minute longer movie Mm-hmm. and flushed mm-hmm. some of this stuff out instead of glossing over it and ma- moving it. I mean, it was 93 minutes. Right. I mean, you didn't need to move that quickly for me to be, like, making it palatable. Um, yeah. Because the Bill and Ted movies that I remember of my youth, I remember them being longer. And this one felt noticeably short. And so – I think the the issue is is that you you let it go a little bit longer and you just change a couple of directing things. Maybe Louis Armstrong is shocked by the phone and drops it. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's style choices on that angle. Maybe Mozart is right. shocked to see a black person in front of him at the moment because oh yeah, because okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Listen, you're telling me. <laughs> There's a room full of white haired, powdered haired <laughs> oh white I've people <laughs> in a room. Okay. Okay, great. They're in a room, they're playing the music. A, a egg pops up. That doesn't shock the hell out <laughs> you. But all right. Um two young ladies pop out. All right, that doesn't because during that time was very misogynistic as well. So that doesn't shock the hell out you. But nope. then you get two black men and one is playing an electric guitar and nobody says, Hey, we should call somebody. There's, 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 for the lack of a better word, there's two black people in here. Um, and, and, and he has a big fro and an electric guitar. 
but yet everybody was fine. He has a machine gun. Like, what the, yeah, like they don't even know what a machine gun is. All they know is that there's a black person in there <laughs> loud playing a guitar. And yeah. I get the idea that music overcomes all. I yeah, get right. that. So, so I, I'm going to keep that in mind. But when you see a Native American pop up right next to um, George Washington, uh, <laughs> some conversations that should be happening because yeah. the world just ain't perfect like that. But yes. I get And again, I get it. I mean, there's that, that like the weird time travel stuff where like someone was blipped into one in and out of other dimensions and times and what have you, that didn't bother me as much, but I just think that they could have invested a little bit more time, energy and effort into the movie and made something a little bit better. I sure. agree with the messaging. I think the messaging is solid. Something as simple as everybody coming together and all playing together in a world band Maybe we need a little bit more of that, and I and I and I recognize that and I appreciate that. However, I just think that they the the director and whoever produced it probably could have made a couple of decisions that could have gone a different direction. Did COVID affect this shooting? I <clears throat> know this was this was so. wrapped. So this, this was, was done. Wrapped. Yeah. It was supposed okay. to come out in June, okay. and they had wrapped like way earlier in the year. Okay. So like See, this I was is... trying to give it benefit of the doubt to be like. Oh, Maybe no. that's why we got an abrupt ending was COVID affected the shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, okay, great. Nope. They did it on purpose. <laughs> no way out. <laughs> All right. No way out. Well, I mean, we kind of covered the good. We've kind of covered the bad. We've kind of gotten to this natural place. Let's put ourselves just quickly into the director's chair. And this is mm -hmm. the ugly portion of it. Of Let's like, do what it. What are some things about the movie that we would change if we were had the ability to change them? Um Brian Marcus, anything that stands out just from a, a choice perspective or from a directing writing perspective that maybe you would tweak and alter? I want to hear from Brian because I feel like Brian yeah. liked the movie. So I, what is it? I that did. You, you know, what is it that could have made it better for you to enjoy? I think I think for me, I I would have probably done something a little bit different with the interactions with death. Um, oh, sure. Because. I don't know it, it for some reason the flow of it it just didn't mm -hmm. it didn't like land with me and it, it brought me out of it a little bit and I th and I think it was because just some of the flow with it just didn't it wasn't either natural or it wasn't moving as fast enough and honestly that's the point of the movie where I was like oh my god Marcus and Doug are gonna beat me like, <laughs> I'm like this is like my first like two weeks on the podcast and I'm like what movie do you want to watch Brian and I just yelled Bill and Ted because that's yeah. me um and like and that was the moment I started thinking about all that stuff, and then I I, I got brought back in because like mm -hmm. they like Bill and Ted fail and mm -hmm. the kids mm -hmm. go in, so yeah. I probably would have streamlined that a little bit. <clears throat> I probably wouldn't have made it as back and forth, and I probably would have would have made it like I would have given the agency a little bit more to the daughters like mm -hmm. earlier, mm -hmm. um, because at that point you've seen Bill and Ted do their thing. You haven't seen as much as the daughters. They've just been recruiting people. Like, give them that time to shine in that third act and create, start creating that ramp. So it's you're focusing on them at the end because that's ultimately what it leads to. And I feel like you could have just seeded it a little bit better, and it would have it could have been streamlined just yeah. a little yep. bit more. I think that's what yeah. I would have done. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, Doug, you want to go? Yes, I actually have an idea of what yeah. I would do yeah. for sure. So. Um, I think everything up until they view, they visit future San Dimas, I yeah. think everything stays the same up until there. And the story from that point on changes. And I think for me, the way I would write this differently is Bill and Ted 
they lean in and they introduce this idea of maybe you're not the one and maybe capturing you, everything will be fine. And we're going to test that theory out. And right out of the gate, this is a story of redemption because Bill and Ted get captured and frozen in crystals in future San Dimas and their children have to save them. Oh, Damn. there you okay. go. But, two, but having the alternating and the switching back forth, it's the kid's story. story. No, it's their story. It's yeah. a kid's yeah. story. It's yeah. their story. I think yeah. you focus on, nope, this is Bill and Ted for a different generation, right. and this is what we're leaning into. Um, and then the big concert at the end still happens, but it's a, see, by releasing you, we let your best version of yourselves, your children, speak mm-hmm. for you. And that's what saves humanity okay. is turning it over to the next generation. Okay. So, yeah. You're basically like sidelining a lot, basically, of that Bill and mm-hmm. that that Bill and Ted story. Yep. If I'm hearing yep. you right, okay. Yep. I'm basically Damn. saying yes. You came for Bill and Ted, but you got a different. You came for Bill and Ted, and mm-hmm. we're gonna let you relive some of yeah. the same tropes, but now through a younger generation's eyes, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to mm-hmm. have you go to different places and relive some of these moments and you get to see them pay tribute to their dads. And in theory, the writers pay tribute to Bill and Ted by having different people go through the same thing. So you like sidelined them and it's about them, but it's not about them. It's if that makes sense. I like that. I like sure. that. Um, I think the route that I would take, and this may be a longer route and it may require a longer movie, but <clears throat> you know, I like to take the roundabout. Uh, the, I um I think I would have gone with kind of around Doug's route that this movie was more of the focus of the kids, but yeah. instead of splitting them up, I would have paired them like a buddy cop. Yeah. Oh sure. So I I put the daughters with the fathers on search in search of this new music. Now, in the process of this film, I split the flavors of music, if you will. Yes. So because oh god, whole premise Marcus, of yeah. Yeah. And so you take you take the fathers trying to find this sound through mm-hmm. their old sound and have the daughters try to find the sound introducing their fathers to this new sound of music. And so then you're collecting these new found stars like a Kid Cudi. Then this stuff starts to kind of make sense where we can combine this old thing because we have this thing called sampling in music. And it would make the most yeah. sense that you have your newer artists sampling the old artists yes. and the old artists seeing an appreciation Ooh. in that. And then that... that also bridges the gap it bridges the age gap as well to say yeah. hey you can appreciate this yes. as well as i can listen to this and then that is the movie of them getting to know their daughters more and yep. the mother and and then the wives seeing that and being like you haven't been banging your head you get it um i know yeah. you love me because you love them and then that yeah. would essentially be my movie yeah because uh, that's beautiful oh, thank you. no yeah, I, I like that like, i like that better than even my idea because i think the other <laughs> Because I think the other thing you need to do is you need to raise the stakes of the marriage being on the rocks. Yes. Because oh. full disclosure, when they're in therapy, I'm like, this is funny. Like, this is great. Mm-hmm. But trying to save their – I was just like, okay, so the stakes are high because your marriage could go south. But there's a part of me that just doesn't give a shit if it does. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's this part of me that I would just wasn't invested in it because they kept running into them again. Mm-hmm. But if it's like – the last thing that they say is we need some space. Then they go to future San Dimas and are isolated. It's like, well, we don't have any closure on that. Like they have to have that closure mm-hmm. on that. Like, mm-hmm. and then well, that's a little yeah. bit more of a bow at the end. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I just, I want to boost you, Marcus, because I feel like one of the things watching this movie I realized about myself was like, even my musical to- tastes, like I mm-hmm. realized watching this movie, I was like, man, I did only listen to rock. Yeah. And I yeah. have come such a far way at this point. At least I think I have like, I, like, it's like, <laughs> you look at this movie and I was like, yeah, you have Kid Cudi, but like yeah. the music that like Bill and Ted represent our world just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know the best way to say this, but I just feel like it's not that type of music to me is not representative of the world that we're in today. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a part of it, but like there's just so much more now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just want to give you a boost because like, I feel like that's a theme with it. Sampling and everything like that. Like mm-hmm. there's just that's a really good opportunity to really drive that home. Yeah, I, thank you. you. Know, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know what the movie I want to see? I want to see Bon Jovi Brian have a conversation with this Brian. Because, Marcus, one thing that I know about Brian that you don't know is that I'm pretty sure that in a second life when we were in college together, Brian Uh was like, if Bon Jovi called me to be a roadie, I'd do it. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I'm with the shit. Yeah, we just would have shown up in full force. Listen, I love Bon Jovi, so I'm not mad at all. No, it's absolutely where it's at, but yeah, yeah, that's... that's, I enjoy I me, look, me and John, yeah. go back. Here's um, the, the thing about the music, though, is that it's timeless. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. even, and even though my, like, not really frustrations with the movie, because it was a fun movie. It was, it was like, really yep. laid back, relaxed, right? But even hearing the music, the guitar riffs, and right. them playing, yeah. hearing the actual music and not the act of them acting it out, I was like, yeah. damn, this shit is good. Like, <laughs> yeah. there was a point where even the beginning song, I was like, okay, I'm yeah. kind of, yeah. like, there yeah. is a beat and there's something to it until they started doing, like, the the that random was, noises and that kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah that, then they that lost me. But, yeah. But even the daughters, that song started kind of like, oh, I was like, when it started, I was like, this is, I don't know if I like this. And then <laughs> it was good because I was like, damn, this would have been a perfect opportunity for Kid Cudi to rap over yes. this beat. Oh yeah, but he did not. No, no, that was such a missed opportunity. No, I, like I liked this movie, yeah. and I was like, obviously that's where this movie's going. Yeah, and then he was yeah. Like, Sorry, I'm gone. I'm back and, in time, and I yeah. like about a red herring here. Kid Cudi's in this. Oh, dude, he must lay out a sick rhyme. Or yeah, right? lay down some bars or something. Nope, sure doesn't. Nope. He explains quantum physics, but doesn't rap. No, that that was disappointing to me. I know we're on the ugly yeah. part, but no, that was disappointing to me. I was like, you're not gonna, you're gonna bring Kid Cudi for all like going to hell, and you're not even gonna let him like <laughs> not rap. In a sixteen, lines? nothing. You're not gonna let him do nothing. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Okay, great. But yeah. in any case, yeah. Well, gentlemen, that I mean, I think we've thoroughly unpacked most of this which for the majority oh, has I, literally is me and Doug beating the shit out this movie <laughs> as Brian's trying to save it oh I, I'm shocked Doug is not like we're guys we're done like we are done tonight talking oh, about Bill and Ted yeah. oh my God. no I mean we saw Artemis fell and I think gun True. in my head which one I would I watch again oh Bill, Bill and Ted again absolutely um, okay that that's fine I'll take there you that go. For the day. <laughs> yeah that's fine 100%. so here's here's what we want to do i have two questions one on a scale of one to five what do you rate it Mm. and my Mm. second question is based on cost and where it's at is it worth its current cost of admission current cost of viewing damn i'll let marcus go first yeah and then i'll let brian we'll finish on a high note we'll go marcus me brian we'll finish on a high note um on a scale of one to five i will give it I, you know, I'm I'm such a stickler for 
easy going. Um, and, and, you know, and I think that what's funny about this movie is I think that it's rewatchable. Um, and I think that it's rewatchable because it's so laid back yeah. and because it's so chill and nothing that I have to invest in, I can watch it and catch the things that I missed. So I want to give it a three and a half, four out okay. of five. All right. Um, the only thing throwing me off is the price of admission. Okay. And I think that that is what makes it not a, oh, a solid four. Because the, the price I paid for the movie that I watched was not equivalent. And Got so it. if Got I would have paid the $8 originally to see it in theaters, I probably would have gave it a four or five because I know what that movie is and I know what it is. But with the context of the question, I think I'd give it maybe a 3.5 because of the price. And no, I don't think it's worth the price of admission. Got it. Okay. Um, I am going to go two and a half, three is the way that I put it is middle of the road. Like I would say, I would say, okay. I would say like, yeah, two and a half, three is where I would give it as far as stars are concerned. Mm -hmm. I have seen, seen far worse. And if somebody (laughs) says, if I were at a party and someone was like, Oh man, we were going to watch a movie. And I go, Oh, what movie we're going to watch? I love movies. I got a podcast. They said, Oh, we're going to (laughs) watch Bill and Ted face the music. I'd be like, all right, I'll stick around. Like, yeah. I'm not going to walk out. I'm not going to leave that particular mm-hmm. watch party because they're watching Face the Music. So a two and a half, a three. If they rolled out, like, we're going to watch Artemis Fowl, I'd be like, peace. I'm out of it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm going. not watching I'm, that I'm at all. You can deal with uh, that Irish nonsense uh, on your own. Uh, Irish yeah. nonsense. Is it worth the price of admission? I mean, solidly, no. I think that. I think that $22 is a steep asking price mm-hmm. um, for what this is. I agree with you, though. I think that in a time of COVID and that if this were one of, like, the first movies back, I yeah. would go see it Yeah. in a theater. Yeah. Had I, You know what I mean? Absolutely. Just to, one, get out of the house, two, support yep. my local theater. Like, yep. I'd absolutely – it's worth the $8. It's not worth 22 mm-hmm. total. So two and a half, n- not worth the price – of yeah. admission as it sits now yeah. brian finish us out on a positive note yeah. yeah so for me this is a solid three and a half like didn't have to think about it like okay. it is a solid three and a half it is <clears throat> good it is not great but it is good you won't to me you will not be sorry if you watch it so yeah. that's where i'm at three and a half okay um for the price i have to admit i <laughs> So I should have done some research because I did not think the video on demand. So I think it was 20 bucks for all of us. I did not realize it was 20 and I should have done some research before committing. I thought it was like 15 to 10. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. Yeah. And I shouldn't have assumed. So everyone who's listening, don't assume. Um, Do your research. So I I was a little surprised when it was 20, but I was like, oh, I've committed. So yeah, we're doing it. So is it worth the price of admission? Even for this Bill and Ted fan, $20, it is steep. I'm going to say no. Do I think it's worth it if it goes down to 10 or it goes to a streaming yeah. service? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you're yep. going to have a great time. But 20 bucks, nah, it's steep. We we did this, so you don't have to do it right away. You can wait a bit. Right. It's not yeah. worth the price of admission. And I would say you no. can wait. I don't think there's anything yeah. you have to see. Yeah. No. It's not one of those things you got to rush out and see. I think Absolutely. it's one of those things of like, Okay, it's it's good enough to wait for it 
to come out as yeah. a three dollar rental via Amazon Prime or even a five yeah. six dollar rental via yep. Amazon Prime or something like that is the way the yep. route that I would go with it. So if, if I would have seen this on HBO Max and Netflix, I definitely would have given oh. this like a like a, oh, yeah. like a three like a four. Oh, solid easily. four. Just because it's something like if I have friends over or you know have like a nice little date over and you just want to like watch something like you know goofy and not really pay attention to it because you want to talk to the person right. movie see here's the thing everybody let me school you like movies you know what i'm saying like sometimes you got to throw in a movie that y'all both not really paying attention to so like that way you can talk to her and be like she don't you don't want to watch the movie and like no nah, i'd rather talk to you you know what i mean like tell me about what's going on with you and she's like oh you're so sweet you don't want to watch that movie and i'm like yeah, i gotta man, be honest with movie. you the minute that robot shows up that date's over <laughs> disagree you're who cares because if the night's going well you're having a nice conversation but not not me and my wife she was Thank completely divested <laughs> everything that was happening so your mileage may vary with this tactic but i yeah. I, I am invested yeah. in marcus like what this is saying? me dating i'm just single and dating so no no, dating, vary, right? no i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah thank you <laughs> thanks oh, brian right. thanks brian that's probably why if I ever had to re-enter the dating world, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Ooh. I'd be too distracted. Be too distracted. Yeah. Be too distracted by fucking weird-looking robots. Look at this robot. Look at this. Hold wait on. a minute. Hold on. Hey, I understand you're going, talking about your this trauma. Is going, this is going well, but check out this motherfucker right here. Like, this robot? <laughs> I, I was telling you about my mom in the hospital. Yeah, but this robot, though. This is distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Shut mom up, has to wait. Look, shut up and look at that robot's lip. <laughs> <laughs> look at his eyes. I can't stop yeah. looking at his eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Anything left? Anything else that we left out of this thorough unpacking slash shellacking of <laughs> Bill and Ted face the music? No, I think that's it. Okay. I don't think that's it. I want to go dive more into the depiction of the robot, but I don't know how to do it without um, <laughs> after not- he realizes who he is. Um, Ooh, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So, All yeah. right. All right. Brian, close us out. Anything that you want to plug or anything, any message you'd like to deliver to the listeners? As always, uh, head to thelovenerds.com for any of your lifestyle interests. Uh, we are, yeah, there it is. Uh, we, Maggie has designed uh, some, uh, some silhouettes and cameo files for you uh, inspired by Mulan. So if you're excited this weekend for the release of Mulan, uh, she has some designs and art inspired there. Um, And you'll be able to check that out Friday. She'll have those up Friday, but also drinks, recipes, design, um, anything, uh, anything like that. It's a spot to go. So check out the love nerds.com. Um, and that is that is what I'll promote. And music music can save us all. That is my personal. That'll be my that'll be my other thing. Music yeah, let's hope so. Uh, let's hope so. All right, Marcus, what do you got? Uh, um, the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Uh, this is the number one movie podcast in the world. Uh, I don't got nothing to promote right now. Uh, you know that's all I got. Uh, as usual, y'all know where I stand with a lot of things, so there's no need for me to repeat it. But you know what I'm saying? Continue to be good people. Uh, continue to care about your neighbors, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, integrity. It's about what you do when nobody's watching. Remember that. Absolutely also, right. wash your ass when nobody's watching. Yeah, because we got to trust you that that's happening. Because who knows? What the fuck? Yeah. Here's what I have. Um, my big thought for I kept, everybody. I kept it simple. Brian, I kept it simple. 
I'll kept this standing on a tangent. Doug. You I, know how I know how you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I know how you want to. I yeah. also am taking that as permission to go on a tangent if I choose to. Dude, Absolutely. Um, yeah. So here's my big thought. Here's here's what I have to promote. I would like everybody who's listening to leave us a review, like a written yeah. review of this particular podcast, whether it's this episode, whether it's the podcast in general, just leave us a review. Um, it takes like two seconds and it means a lot for us. Um, we want to make sure that we're giving you the listener what you want. So that's my big pr- promotion. That's what I'm pitching this week is write us a review. Stars are easy and we love it when you just give us that star rating, but please go ahead and just write us a review too. We sincerely appreciate it. Um, and as always, even though the weather mm-hmm. is getting cooler, the need to it wash is. your ass remains the same. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it's, this isn't just a summer thing. It's an no. all the time thing. We can all get mud, butt every time of the year and it can happen True. anywhere to anybody, any place. So just mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Take care of other people. Wash your ass. If you think hot stink is bad, cold stink is worse. Yeah, because it lingers. Yeah, it sticks on you by the cold. Yeah, so all that, all that ass, that all that, all that gas that you've been just holding up, and all that juice in there and swamp butt, it freezes in there. Doesn't go nowhere. It doesn't evaporate. Maybe you could sweat it out if it was hot, but when it get cold, that stuff stays with you like white on rice. You're just making a stinky version of Han Solo and Carbonite. Ooh, that's all you're doing. Or a shit, a shitty popsicle. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) That's disgusting. Oh, and I think. And I think this is the part where Brian's mom calls her and goes, <laughs> It was great up until the last uh, 15 minutes. He said shit, he said shit popsicle, shit and popsicle. I'm out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> somebody's, somebody's eating a fudge popsicle sick to their stomach. What kind of podcast are you on? <laughs> anyway, um, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a regular news episode. Um, yeah, like I said, write us a review. Uh, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will see y'all next week. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. As always, follow us on social media to stay up to date on all your Films in Black and White news, as well as check out filmsinblackandwhite.com. The trio will be back next week with a news episode where they unpack all the latest happenings coming out of Hollywood. In the meantime, stay safe. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we'll talk to y'all next week.